the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, thank you for holding through the top of the hour, 11.04. Mark Salem sitting here on the big mic. To my right is Alan Salem. To my left is Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 in Bell Road. Kurt gathered my heart one day when a lady called me and told me that she had been told by two shops that she needed a motor for her Chevrolet truck. And I said, how much noise does it make when you start it? And she said, none. And I said, how much noise does it make when you drive it? And she says, none. And I said, where do you live? And she says, I-17 in Bell. I said, Kurtz is northeast corner. Go talk to him, see what happens. He fixed it for less than $100. I think he put an oil pressure switch in it. Yeah, oil pressure switch was all that needed. And she was faced with a five, six, and $7,000 bids for engines. Um, because the gauge evidently was showing zero oil yeah, pressure. Yeah, it was showing zero. And but there was no signs that indicated that that was the truth. Right. No, no engine noise. Right. So you were my hero, and I think she still does business with you. Yeah, and I think she's, she's one of your biggest advocates. <laughs> she's a nice lady. <laughs> yeah. So that helps out when you just play the game like you're supposed to, instead of uh, being an idiot and trying to take <laughs> advantage of people. Um, that's the way it is. But uh, speaking of ladies, if you'd like to learn more about car repair. If you have a woman's group or an organization that you would like to spend a couple of hours learning more about your vehicle, how to talk to your shop, what to do, where's your jack, how do you check your oil, but how to talk to your shop, what to say, what not to say, that's all something that my daughter Andy is handling. Andy's been around her entire life at Salem Boys, and uh, and the phone number there is 480-598-1234. Andy and my wife, Renee, will do a class where you will learn how to check your oil, how to check your tire pressure, your wear, what to carry in your trunk, what, where to find the recommended service intervals for your vehicles, and lots and lots of helpful tips. This is all about women teaching women, and here's the best part. It's free. Space is limited to about 15 people per class, so if you have any questions, you can go to MarkSalem.com and contact us there, or you can call Andy or Renee, and they'll help you out. All righty, this portion of Under the Hood is called talk, brought to you by Quality Transmission. Calling around to get prices on a transmission repair is usually a bad idea because it's hard to bid someone else's diagnosis. Starting in the 80s, most transmissions are controlled by the vehicle's computer, so they have electronic solenoids within the transmission that actually gives you first, second, third gear, overdrive, and lockup. So until somebody checks the transmission fluid, the battery cables for good connections, they scan the computer looking for some hint of what area you're going to be working in, then it's really impossible to give you a quote on the phone. But you can save yourself a lot of time. You take your vehicle to Quality Transmission. They're going to talk to you, they're going to drive your vehicle, and they're going to do a little bit of computer scanning all for free. So that's 
and they're good enough to come to a conclusion early on. So that beginning 15 minutes is no charge. And then they'll let you know when the clock starts, and they'll give you an estimate that confirms that. So quality transmission, again, they've been serving the East Valley since 1977. They're on McClintock, just north of the University in Tempe. All right, what else have I got here that is so, of such tremendous importance that, um, oh, I want to tell you, have you have you ever needed an attorney, Kurt? Uh, just a couple of times, okay. fortunately. Good for you, good for you. <laughs> Let me... If you were, if you happen to be on the criminal side of a complaint, okay, if uh, I would think that most people would want someone who worked on the other side to defend them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, Michael Munoz is a former county attorney. He worked on the criminal side. Okay. So he, he represented the state of Arizona. He's the kind of guy that you hope your daughter brings home. Okay. Really? He An really attorney? Is. That's I, odd. I know that's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. I know that's hard to believe. But Michael Munoz does criminal defense work. So he does first-time DUIs, personal injury cases, some debt collection. But he's the kind of guy that I think I would want to defend me mm -hmm. if I got in trouble with the state of Arizona and had a county attorney on the other side. Now, and, and there's a lot of them that go off onto private practice after mm -hmm. you work for the state for a while. But he's not only is man my neighbor, but he he was friends with my kids oh. since when they were in high school, and he has always had a tremendous amount of credibility, and and carried himself with honor, and he's he's got a family and kids. They live down the street. He brings the kids by to see the horses, mm -hmm. but he's a good guy. Okay. And, and I just did a commercial for him for free because I like him that much. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Munoz, M U N O Z is his name. All righty. Who was the uh, caller, Alan? Bill. Oh, Bill. Alan, pay attention. Get off your phone. I was. I'm My looking for goodness. that oil filter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. trying to help me, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Give him a break. Okay, sorry. You guys go ahead. I'll do the radio show. <laughs> Bill, good morning to you, buddy. How can we help you? Hey, uh, good morning. Uh, I've got a friend who just bought a motorhome, and he's planning on towing uh, with all four wheels on the ground his Camry. And I told him, I don't think you can tow a. Uh, automatic transmission like you can a stick shift uh, on all four wheels so what's your opinion on that well first of all he looks in his owner's manual under towing and it will tell him if he can or if he can't there are some automatics today that you can tow in neutral but they're few and far between he could also put an axle disconnect and they make this device that lets him disconnect the front wheels from the transaxle and, and then they also make a something that will literally, it's an electric motor and a pump where well, you can flip a button and this electric pump will circulate transmission fluid through the transmission while you're towing it. So he has lots of options, but I'm with you. I think he's going to end up with a dolly. So he's going to drive that Camry up on the dolly, put the front wheels. He's not going to set his parking brake. The rear wheels are connected to nothing. And he's going to tow the Camry either on a trailer or on a dolly with the front wheels in the uh, in the uh, cups. And I'm right, aren't I? That uh, with a stick shift, you can just tow it, no problem. Well, not necessarily. That again has to do with how it's lubed. So when you tow a stick shift, the drive shaft or the uh, the rear end is going to be connected to the transmission, and half of the transmission is going to be spinning because the rear tires are spinning you have to make sure that the proper lubricant and that it's capable of lubricating itself with only half the transmission. 
So a good transmission guy can answer that question, but I don't know that I've ever seen a Camry. Have you seen a Camry with a stick shift in it? Not recently. No. Some yeah. of the older ones, maybe. And and so I'm thinking, even if you have a stick shift, there's certain ones you can and certain ones you can't. But it's all addressed in the owner's manual. And there's also a trailer magazine. Do you remember what the trailer magazine or motorhome magazine that has a towing an annual towing document? Trailer Life, Mark. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you. Trailer Life has an annual document. And it's on the internet that they go through and identify the cars and what you need to tow them appropriately. Um, I'll tell you what I've seen a lot of. We saw one just the other day. A Jeep Liberty came in with the transmission just blown up like somebody dropped a hand grenade down the tipstick tube. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and obviously he swore that he put it in neutral and put the transfer case in neutral. But but the evidence suggests that somewhere <laughs> along the line we forgot to do something. <laughs> So it it uh, Jeep Liberties. I've seen the last three or four of them hurt pretty bad by being by towing. But yet you see them all the time on what they call an all four wheels, right? Right. Um, with four down. So I think it's just a matter of procedure. Yeah. And, you can uh, forget to put the transfer in neutral. You're in trouble. Yeah. And then I'll tell you something else. The Grand Vitara, the Suzuki Grand Vitara. Mm -hmm. We had one of those, and that was tow on all four. But I do remember. Uh, driving uh, about uh, a quarter mile one day and looking behind me and recognizing that the blue smoke was saying something wasn't right. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> and uh, I, I had done everything right, but it released the parking brake. Oh. And uh, I was dragging those back wheels, and boy, they had a bad vibration after I dragged them I about 100 they feet mind, yeah. um, as we flattened up the tires. But 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I want to tell you something that, uh, you know, I, I like to do, I like to tell you about things that I think are really great. Do you have a swimming pool? Uh, not really. Okay. All right. Okay. People have swimming pools, and what they do is they put the chlorine tablets either in the baskets, the skimmer baskets, or they have those little floaty things mm -hmm. or whatever. But there's a, a, a lady in Mesa who owns a company called Sunken Treasure. And it's this, this device that holds two or three of these tabs. And it's aerated, and it's half and half. So you clock it, you kind of click it, and you open it, and you put three tabs in there, two tabs in there, whatever. And then you put it together, and you lock it. And you th put it in your pool. Now, the weight of the tablets takes this thing to the bottom. And... Then what happens is as the tablets are moved around by your pool cleaning device, it um, moves it around, and then pretty soon the tablets are gone, and this plastic thing floats to the top mm -hmm. to tell you that there's no more chlorine mm -hmm. in it. It's cut, it's cut my chlorine consumption in half, clearly, mm -hmm. as opposed to the way I used to do it with the floater or in the, in the uh, skimmer baskets. So we bought two of them. We put them in our pool. We have, I think the pool is a 15,000-gallon pool. And, um, and one of them broke a tab, and I called her, and I said, I'd like to stop and pick up another one. And she says, well, what's the matter with the one you have? And I said, well, the tab's broken. She says, well, they're under warranty. Hmm. So I went, and I got another one. And since then, at the beginning of the summer, I usually talk about this because it's really nifty, and they don't, they're not expensive. And I haven't even looked at their website in a long time, but I can tell you this much. It's called Sunken Treasure Pool Chlorine Tab Container. So any of those search words is going to work. Sunken Treasure pool, chlorine, tab, container, whatever. Mm -hmm. But she's a nice lady. And I don't know how she came up with this idea. I don't know how it got started. I can only tell you that me and all my neighbors have them, and a lot of my customers have them, and I've been telling about her every year about this time of year. 
Well, that's so, good. And who did, found those again? Are you, t- are you trying to break? Oh, that's me. I found that. Oh. <laughs> you know, he was almost asleep. Till, he was. Yeah, until then. Okay, I will refresh my memory. Um, I actually heard about it, uh, an ad on the radio. And I went over, and uh, at that time it was a gentleman, but I uh, I got the first one for my pool at Maricopa. You, you know, you're. I remember that. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. He also has some other neat little uh, deal. I'm trying to find his website right now, but um, uh, yeah, he has another neat little pool deal. Um, you're right, he does. I don't I remember what exactly is. what it was, but okay, well, you keep looking at your phone. Do you, does your kids have that phone in front of them and their thumbs are going like 400 miles an hour every minute of the day? No. Okay. I'm about to, ready to slap that phone out. <laughs> <laughs> I use I, I use this when I'm here. I use it to look up stuff and look up questions, look up that oil filter, look up this thing. Okay, yeah, right. you're still trying to find the stuff for me, Mark. Okay, fine. If you're on Facebook, then so am I, and um, I'm not telling you where I'm going to the bathroom or where I'm eating or <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm telling you about car stuff, and I, I post interesting questions and interesting dynamics and interesting car problems and. I, I tell you about you know what the symptoms were and what the fix was and so forth and so on. Uh, uh, but if you if, if you want to talk cars, the easy thing to do is do it right now. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And when we come back, Alan will have the email address. I have it right now, actually. What, what's the name of the website? It's uh, Safe and Save Pool Chemist, and it's S S Pool P O O L. C H E M I S T dot com. Okay, and but they can still do sunken treasure. Yeah, and how I, much I, is one of those things? Uh, hold on, let me see here. We're gonna do that um, real quick. One of those things is um cost cost twenty dollars uh twenty seven ninety five with shipping. Okay. But if you go to Mesa, you, you can knock on her door and she'll sell them to you. There. Believe All that's right. correct. When we come back, we'll take your call six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be back right after this. Michael Medved questions the civility of Islam. You meet a religious Buddhist, you think, ah, nice guy. You know, somebody who's serious, who's thinking about order in a peaceful universe and is, is not likely to kill you or harm you. With Islam, you meet somebody who's a religious Muslim. Do you have that reaction? I, I, I'm sorry it's different. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at 1, right before Hugh Hewitt at 4, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. Do you have high blood pressure? 
elevated cholesterol, blood sugar, triglycerides, or are overweight? If so, and you're between the ages of 21 and 85, you may qualify for a research study in Scottsdale with a non-invasive body scan and no out-of-pocket costs. Space is limited, so call today at 480-222-4600. Epic Research is conducting a one-visit study through Clearview System, a device that measures electrical impulses from the fingers. The purpose of the study is to evaluate how well the Clearview System can detect metabolic syndrome, a group of medical conditions that lead to plaque buildup in the blood vessels. So, if you're between between the ages of 21 and 85 and do not currently have a history of cancer, stent placement, pacemaker, cardiac defibrillator, or other implanted electrical devices, hepatitis, autoimmune diseases, multiple sclerosis, hand tremors, renal failure, or on renal dialysis, and are not missing any part of your fingers, please call today at 480-222-4600. That's 480-222-4600. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound-chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Be sure to check out The Patriot's listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said this ain't good welcome back everybody 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock mark salem is sitting here and alan's to my right and kurt rock from kurt rots rocks auto kurt's auto at i-17 and bell road in the northeast corner is a good guy and he's been on our list for i don't know how many hundreds of years but i'm real proud of you because everybody that i send to you you make me look like a hero, like I really am smart. Well, you send me all the easy ones. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> they don't call me on the easy ones, buddy. <laughs> that doesn't happen. You're wrong about uh, that. Jack, good morning to you, buddy. What can we do for you? Hi, Mark. Uh, I just called for some uh, information on uh, the newer transmissions. You know, I'm an old mechanic that used to three-speed, but now they got them eight and nine-speed, I understand. I wanted to know whether they were a lot more complicated and whether they were it was worth having that many speeds, uh, you know, whether they gave a lot more trouble or whether they've been on the road long enough to really tell. Okay, go. You know, I, I can't tell you the internals. I'm not. That's not my forte. But I will tell you this. In 15 now, in the new Denali's, they've got an 8-speed. And I will tell you something. 
First of all, I didn't even realize I was driving an eight-speed um, until I, because you can't even feel it shift. It's so smooth that, but it, it has power everywhere. It's the most. I mean, you know, Mom's and Ollie has lots of power. Imagine adding three more gears to that thing, and I'm not kidding you, Dad. It it has power no matter where you are, and you can only feel about two of the eight shifts. And it is just absolutely, uh, and I think that's the point of it, isn't it? To, to kind yes. of keep the RPMs up, keep right. the power under control. It probably does fuel mileage as well. Absolutely, absolutely fuel mileage. Because if you have a, a three-speed transmission versus a five- or a six-speed transmission in a manual, right. you're going to have a better sixth gear than you are a third gear in a three-speed. Right. right. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of that uh, on the trucks. Uh, yours is a six-speed, right, yes. Mark? Yes, yes. And the one I just ordered is a six-speed. Yep. And... Uh, if you get the that when you upgrade it to the automatic, they drop from three seven threes to I think it's three forty two axles on them they because do. they got a lot lower, they got a lot lower gears on the initial launch, and uh, so they're they're they are getting a lot more power. They're getting a lot more. I mean everything, and I don't think they're problematical. We're not we're not doing in a lot more with them, but they are a little more complex. Well, and not only that, here's something. The Z06 Camaro, or the Corvette I've got for sale, has a six-speed. Yeah. It's a 200-mile-an-hour car. Mm -hmm. What's the gear ratio? Probably somewhere around the high twos, huh? 242s. Okay. But here's the kicker. First and second gear make that 411s, 413 gears. Right, yeah, they drop it way low. Exactly. So first, second, and third gear is fine. Yeah. But then you go to fourth, fifth, and sixth, then you get the fuel economy. Right. This thing cruising down the highway is popping 28 and 30 miles an hour on flat ground. Yeah. And the instant yeah. fuel miles economy. Miles per gallon, right. Miles, per, miles per gallon. Yeah, I said miles per hour. So the, but it's a 200-mile-an-hour car. What I'm saying is is that, you, you, yes, the 242 gears says it's a 200-mile-an-hour car because you couldn't do that with 413 right. gears. Right, right. But the, the six-speed, and to answer your question, Jack, all the new transmissions, we, we don't have all the components that are making things go wrong that we had in the old transmission. So we're shifting them with solenoids. So on an eight-speed transmission, you probably have five solenoids inside yeah. that transmission. Mm -hmm. And e each of the, the solenoids, are either open and closed, they're passing fluid, or they're blocking fluid, and that's how you get each and every gear. What we are seeing in the new electronics is we're seeing leaks that we didn't have before yeah. we're seeing contamination of the wiring harnesses that we didn't have right. before we're seeing some areas like we have a motorhome right now and the harness goes into the solenoid pack through a grommet into the transmission and we got fluid wicking out of there and we know that the wire harness is bad because it starts off in second gear yeah and so we're going to replace the entire harness and the solenoid pack and the customer will be back on the road he doesn't need an overhaul and this isn't this isn't an expensive repair it's probably going to be 400 bucks yeah. or something so to answer your question jack the newer five six seven eight speed transmissions have a lot more electronics and electronics don't wear out like the old belts and drums and sprags and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So they are going to be more durable. And in reality, over the last 10 years, would you agree with me, Kurt, that where the old transmissions usually were needing repair well underneath 70,000 miles? Well underneath. We're seeing transmissions that are actually going bad closer to 150 now. 125 to 150. Can I open that door? Oh, easy. Okay. The one on the one on my truck, I didn't do until three hundred seventy-four thousand. Yeah, and and those of us that are in the business, we oftentimes um, are, push it. <laughs> well, we do. Yeah. We do. We push it, but we, it's also pretty easy for us right. to hand our keys to Alan and say, "Hey, my truck's due for a service." Yeah. So it's not like everybody else has to make an appointment right. working on right. other cars. 
So the answer, Jack, is is the new transmissions are a step forward. Would you agree? I think so. A big step forward yes. for fuel economy, for power, for dependability. And here's the only problem I can see is the learning curve is kind of sharp. Yeah. So it's not going to be like everybody's going to understand these t- day after tomorrow. No. It's They're going to have to be more widespread before every transmission shop knows these inside and out. Well, the good thing is, though, it'll weed out a lot of people who ain't willing to learn because you ain't going to work on these if you don't know. Yeah, yep. and yep. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All right, well, let me tell you about a really good shop up in North. Um, as a matter of fact, he's right around the corner from you. Tom? Tom. I've seen Tom Monday night. He's a good guy. He is well, great guy. He is a great guy. He is a great guy. It, it, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Automotive. Action Auto is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that's been serving the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom and his team strive to provide the very best automotive service and repair experience possible. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians. They understand the diagnostic process, the repair process, and then the verification process. So we're going to diagnose the problem that you showed us. We're going to repair the problem, give you an estimate, repair the problem, and then we're going to go drive your car to make sure that the symptom you wanted us to fix, we actually fixed. So with that, if you live anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley and you don't already have a garage, may I suggest that you try Tom at Action Auto. He's on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. And if you have a competitor that's how many miles south, four, five? We're four miles apart. Yeah. Four miles south, who says he's a good guy. I think that says a lot. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> it's a nice thing that you do that. All righty. <clears throat> excuse me. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And um, one of the things you I want to read the toll free. Oh. 888-960-9696. That's 888 Okay, I'm going to close with a couple of paraprosdokians. Paraprosdokians. <laughs> I didn't say it was your fault. I said I was blaming you. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and and women will never be equal to men. I'm waiting for the other shooter okay. to drop. I'm not going here. <laughs> women will never be equal to men until they can walk down the street with a bald head and a beer gut and still think they're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's a, that's where we you think I'm going left oh, and I really oh, make yeah. a hard right turn. And then I don't you don't need a parachute to skydive. It's it's better that no, way. No, no, you don't need a parachute to skydive. You need a parachute to skydive twice. <laughs> <laughs> so 602-508-0960 you got a car question now's the time to call in all five lines are wide open. We'll be right back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Grand Canyon University is Arizona's premier private Christian university, where students gain the next generation education they need to enter the workforce of the 21st century. GCU offers the most experienced leadership in delivering degree programs online. Choose from more than 100 bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in high-demand employment areas. Study in one of our eight distinct colleges, including our progressive Coangelo College of Business, where entrepreneurial spirit, innovation, and servant leadership are the pillars on which the college is founded. To keep our curriculum relevant across the university, we've worked closely with industry leaders to ensure we are meeting their needs, and we've developed challenging courses with their feedback in mind. Our online programs give students the flexibility they need to earn their degree. Join our innovative digital classroom, connect with full-time faculty, and enjoy complete access to our vibrant Phoenix campus community. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. Enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem, Kurt Rock, and Alan just went to get us something to eat. Is that what he said? <laughs> I think you're out of peanuts, Mark. Yeah, thank you very much. I am out of peanuts. Um, it, let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange has gray hair all over his body. Yeah. Just like Kurt and I, on top of our heads, and if we have any hair in our ears, it's gray. Our eyebrows are half gray, and the hair sneaking out of the top of our collars. And, 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 and it's not likely you're going to find too many 
guys that are 50s and 60s years old that are going to shave their chest like the kids do today. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts just thinking about it. And especially when, if you ever watch the YouTube where they're oh. waxing some guy's chest and they and they wax it and then they rip the wax off? Never had a desire, Mark. I want to tell you something. It's just, it's it's an amazing thing. But nevertheless, we're talking about automatic transmission exchange <laughs> yes, and please. Phil. And, and Phil's been around a long time. He's been in Phoenix since 1968. And what he can do on the old transmissions is really special, but he can also take your transmission and make it a monster if that's what you want in your sand buggy if you got an old power glide. Mm-hmm. He's making power glides handle six, seven, eight hundred horsepower. Yeah. And that's a two speed transmission. So it's really important to know that he has a good handle on not only the old ones but the new ones. So he's over on fortieth Street in Washington. If you drive up and down Washington and you look at for automatic transmission exchange at fortieth Street, you'll say to yourself it's been there ever since I've been here. Yes. And he's been around a long time. He's well-respected by everybody in the industry. And he handles Phoenix just perfect for me. So if you're in Phoenix and you're or South Phoenix or anywhere along that South Phoenix line, I'd say Camelback South, then, uh, then Phil's a great place to go for an automatic transmission or a manual transmission. He does both. All righty. You got any words of wisdom that you want to uh, uh, impart upon us? Uh, my my words of wisdom are minimal, and right now I think I'm out. You know, um, we we had a lady come in the other day, and um, she was doing her best to describe the problem, but she actually did a really good job, and she said something that just baffled the heck out of us, and that's, I hopped over a curb with my car, then my car started making all kinds of noises, the dashboard lit up, and there was stability control on there, and she says, and then all of a sudden it's like the brakes locked up. Hmm. And she says, and it just it just wouldn't move, and so I couldn't even get it off the road. I was panicked. I called a tow truck, but by the time he got here, everything was fine. Hmm. And we've never had that set of symptoms presented to us. It was I, a Cadillac. I, I can't think of any. I can't think of a thing. Unless, unless the the uh, stability control interfaced with the ABS and it would have done because uh, ABS can apply brakes and it mm-hmm. could have done an application temporarily because it was really confused about that curb. You're exactly what that's what we thought. So we went out and we figured out how to get it to happen. <laughs> how many curbs did you wipe out, Mark? You know, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Okay. What I did was is around the corner is, a, a, is and we're in an industrial uh-huh. area so on Hardy. So we drove down Hardy and we made some real tight left and right turns and Eddie was watching the wheel sensors but there was a dirt lot there. So it's a rear-wheel drive Cadillac. So I just pulled into the rear lot, and I spun the back tires in the dirt. We didn't go 30 feet before the brakes came on and held the car. Oh, because the rear ABS sensors were showing speed, and the front were not. Exactly. Yeah. So it, we had the. Com- so as the car comes to a stop, so we sit there, and, we, and now Eddie's scanning the heck out of it. Yeah. He's looking for what? What? What are yeah. we seeing? What are we doing? And there is no engine codes, so I don't yeah. even have a clue. Yeah. So I just. I pushed the brake, and Eddie goes, do that. He said, just kind of push the brake and, and see what it feels like. I said, well, right now it's it's applied. And so I just took my foot off, and we're sitting there talking. And nothing you could do on the corner of Camelback and Grand Ave. Yeah. Okay? I mean, it, you're going to be panicked, and I can understand her situation. So all of a sudden, the car starts rolling forward. So the brakes are releasing. So I tap the brakes a couple of times. They seem to completely release, yeah. and we drive back. So I thought, let's do it again. So we went back, and I spun the rear tires in the dirt. We pulled out, brake supplied. And again, after maybe a minute and a half, 
and I don't. I've left it in drive. Uh-huh. I've taken my foot off the brake, and I and I want to see the car start rolling, which means that yeah. it's dropping pressure. So then Eddie says, "This is why I love this kid." Yeah. He says, "Push the traction control button off. Let's go do it again." So we do it again, and it doesn't do it. So we do it two or three more times. We're spinning the tires and pulling out, spinning the tires and pulling out, nothing. Everything's fine. Mm. So it's clearly in the stability track and the traction control. We thought maybe we had brake fluid contamination, and the brake fluid contamination was causing seals to swell, which would release the brake slowly. But then when we take the traction control away and we take that whole system out and we, we ignore it, then at that point we don't have any of the brake pulsation or the brake application and then time before it releases Mm -hmm. so to be perfectly honest with you we don't know what's going to fix this car but we were able to it's a friday and we already give it back to her and tell her don't worry about it just every time you get in push this button and turn the traction control off yeah and then you will never have this problem but the two times that she admits that she had the problem is she jumped a curb which got that right rear tire up in the air and spinning and another time she actually spun the tires she admits to spinning the tires so, and there's nothing on any no scanner data at all, no codes, no nothing. So I think it's a mechanical issue, and I think it's going to be the ABS controller or the Stabilitrack controller that's that's not releasing, or it's commanding the release, but something is is dirty. Perhaps one of the solenoids that's supposed to dump pressure is working too slow. I was wondering about a connector. Once you you said she jumped that curb, if we yeah. had a connector, some of them. They're having a lot of problem with them pins, them little pins, and I'm wondering if one of them connectors. Well, we thought of that. That's why we did the circles real quick, yeah. real fast, yeah. because we're watching all four tire yeah. sensors. And remember we talked about the yeah. wheel bearings at the yeah. beginning? So we did that, and we were going left and right, and we never lost control or sight. That's a bad word. We never lost sight of the four wheels. Yeah. Never lost sight. So we still don't know what it, but I'm hoping somebody has had it done before or their car did it before, and they have an old repair bill that would save this lady a bunch of money. But yeah. meanwhile, we're going to do some research yeah. on it and see if we can figure out. But it is an unusual situation when it when it comes to, we, we've never seen that before in our life. I've never heard of it. And when she came in and described it, it was almost like, oh, man. Um, you know, she's yeah. probably a long way off. But in reality, her symptoms were exactly what we experienced. Amazing. So, anyway, traction control. Yeah. Traction control, folks, is this. If you start spinning the tires and the computer sees that the back tires are doing 40 and the front tires are doing 10, it's going to apply the rear brakes to stop the back tires and make them equal the front tires. Or if you're a front-wheel drive, the other way around. Vice versa. It's going to just make sure that all the tires are rotating at the same speed. That's called traction control. Stability control is, is if you're going sideways down the road. And you're not supposed to be traveling sideways. Right. <laughs> if you're si- traveling sideways down the road, the computer knows which direction you're going. The computer knows where your steering wheel is at. And the com- Now, let me ask you this. If you're going down the road, the driver's door first, sideways. Uh-huh. Are you with me? Yeah. We're, you're, we're yawing on the mm, driver's yeah. side. At that particular point, what would you as the computer, what brake would you apply to straighten the car up? Uh, I'm thinking left front. Am okay. I wrong? Left rear. Left rear. Left rear because we're going this way. Yeah. And and driver's side is going north. Right. And if I apply that left rear, boop, yeah. it centers me right up. Right. So they're going to almost always apply the rear brakes okay. to center you up. I was in that Corvette, and I was 
doing things I shouldn't be doing uh-huh. in a big parking lot, and and I didn't disable traction control and stability control, and it straightened me up pretty doggone fast within the blink of an eye. Wow. And I was kind of impressed with that. On one hand, I, you know, in that parking lot, I wanted to spin the tires a little bit. But on the other hand, I would rather have the computer help me keep it under control yeah. <laughs> than not. When we come back, we'll take your calls. You're welcome to call us. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. Select 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Bill O'Reilly, The Drudge Report, and Charles Krauthammer, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriots. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. I remember the moment. moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. Several of us were working to rescue a family. The house collapsed on top of the cellar door and trapped them. We had to use Humvees and heavy machinery to move massive trees and debris. We got them out. We helped a lot of people out. It felt good to know I could really make a difference. Because I'm a citizen soldier in the National Guard. Be there the moment your community needs you. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. 
Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The Politically Incorrect Minute with Greg Paul. At least we know the president's strategy with ISIL. One, deny their motivation. Two, so no problem. Three, tea time. The Politically Incorrect Minute with Greg Paul. Only on 960 The Patriot. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm Mark Salem. Alan Salem sitting here to my left and uh, to my right. Oh, shut up, Alan. <laughs> Kurt's on my left. And uh, Kurt, Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive at I-17 in Bell, uh, a guy I respect. Um, it's one of the uh, one. Uh, he's a shop owner that knows as much or more about cars than the people that work for him, which I think is a great thing to do. You better, or they'll run you around. <laughs> exactly, you're exactly right. But but it's nice to just know that. I think that's an important consideration when you pick a shop, because if the guy ran a, n- there's nothing wrong with a guy running a subway. I, no. you know, I just, but if a guy ran a, a submarine sandwich shop um, and then came into the car repair, he may not know the difference if his technicians are whittling on him yeah and and telling him things that he may not need but um it's been a long time since somebody's pulled the wool over your eyes <laughs> <laughs> i hope so when when you went to the better business bureau ethics interview did they ask you what you do um if you have any ethical challenges with your people <laughs> yeah and and i told him i said it's, it's only once though <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the word you're fired come to mind <laughs> exactly exactly okay harry good morning to you buddy what can i do for you good morning guys hey this is a little bit of a Shout out to Kurt there. He's uh, worked on my uh, Duramax for a number of years. Kept it uh, kept it running and fixed the flex plates when it broke and things like that. And I just want to say I did a good job. The only thing is I sold it. Oh, man. We were going to yeah, sell it for you. We were just talking about I that. Was, I was trying to sell it for you to Mark while I was here, Harry. Well, I sold it to a farmer in uh, Minnesota. Wow! <laughs> no, oh, no, hold on! Now, hold on! It, n- n- we're gonna we're gonna do something. It, it, we understand it's an O3 pewter yep. um, extended, or it's a, a club yeah. cap four right. door, and it was four wheel drive Duramax. How many miles are on it? Well, it only had like sixty nine thousand, but the motor had forty five. It had to have the engine replaced for forty. Okay, so 45. so, um, Alan, what do you think it's worth? Oh, um, around twenty. Got a 20. camper and a big tank on it. I would say uh, in that shape, I would say around twenty, maybe just under twenty. I'm thinking a little bit more than twenty. What are you thinking? Well, am I buying or selling? No, you're selling. <laughs> you're, you're no, buying. I'll, you take, I'll take both prices. Uh, the cheapest I can get buying, but I would say in the low end, seventeen. The high end, twenty-four. Okay, well, how, how much do you sell it for? Twenty-four. Oh, Holy man. cow. That's see, a great Harry, deal. Harry told you I knew the truck. But, yeah. but, but see, you have you know what the camper looks like and all that yeah. kind of stuff. We yeah. don't know. Yeah, he had the tank. He had some bank stuff. He had a – didn't you have well. a gear vendor on that, Harry? No, no, just uh, the bank's uh, uh, okay. uh, exhaust brake that yeah, finally that's right. quit on me and we never yeah. could get it to work right. But, now, how, uh, did you, how did you market that to where somebody in Minnesota bought it? Uh, over uh, Craigslist. Okay, all right. And he lives out in a Santan, a real nice guy. Uh, okay, the, well, uh, good for you. I just sold a horse out in Santan, Santan yeah. Valley. A lady bought a little pony from me, and she's going to take it to Canada for her granddaughter. Yeah, they live under six months out of the year and then go back. Uh, you know, well, when uh, the guy takes it back to Minnesota, maybe he can haul the horse for her. No, they're already <laughs> 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 Well, listen, hey. Harry, I, I didn't know you were Kurt's customer. I'm sorry. Oh, when did yeah. you lose your mind? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I looked on your list, and, uh, and that's when I lost, uh, lost my yeah. mind, I think. Thanks, Mark. I needed that. You know what? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it was the first one that popped up, so I called him. And, uh, it, didn't I tell you he's a no good? Well, let me tell you a little story. I took my weed eater in there because you said that oh, he does. weed eaters. And uh, I was having trouble with it. And I got it back, and I fired it up. I fired it up, but it ran backwards. Well, so I'm thinking, okay, it's running. But the only thing is, I, the only way I can cut, uh, you know, uh, use the uh, the edger deal is to walk backwards. And I kind of, you know. Well, we set it up for the backyard, Harry. <laughs> well, that's where I use it. I don't have front yards all gravel. So that's terrible. <laughs> he didn't tell us he wanted to use it in the front yard. I haven't heard you be that quick in all my life. You are on top of your game today. <laughs> Holy mackerel. All righty. Well, listen, Harry, thanks for calling. Okay, in, thank buddy. you. Hey, thank good you. job, uh, Kurt. Uh, thanks, Harry. Yeah, you have my trailblazer, and that's the only thing you'll be working on now. So. I appreciate it. All right. All righty, buddy. Good and, job. Kurt, and, and, and Harry, he just bought a new Dodge. I'm just telling you, he's going to keep that 400 half a million mile <laughs> one he's got, but he just bought a new Dodge. Well, just I bought a Honda, and I don't know. I'm kind of having second thought. Nah, you'll oh. be fine. You'll, you'll be, be fine. fine, Harry. You'll be fine. <laughs> All righty, Joe, thanks. you're up next, buddy. How can we help you today? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, that traction control. Sometimes it's on in my car, and other times it's off. Does it make any difference? Um, it, it does. When the light is on, it's usually yellow. Is that right? Yeah, right. Okay, yellow means caution, and what they're doing is whenever you have a yellow line on it, and it may say airbag. It could be yellow. It could Traction control can be yellow. ABS can be yellow. It means the computer is saying to you, I have taken that system down. Uh-huh. So if you have a yellow airbag light on, your airbag is not going to hit you in the face if you have a crash. And so if you have a traction control light or a stability track light on, that just means that I'm not going to be able to help you if you get into a situation where you get the car sideways. Uh-huh. So the answer to your question is it still needs to be fixed, but because it's yellow, yeah. it, it, the car manufacturer is telling you it's okay to continue to drive the car. Oh, good. Um, if the light is red, it's a completely different story. So you're not going to get an oil light that's not red, which means stop now and don't go any further. Right. But in your particular case, if you have a yellow light on, it, you can ignore it if that's what you want to do. Good. One more question. These uh, fuel filters on this uh, Oldsmobile Silhouette minivan, uh-huh. it's not a very big filter. Do I have to change it very often? Y- yeah, let me tell you why. In the old days, you remember the little bitty fuel filter, right, that, that looked like a, a big, at the end of a cigar? Yeah. Okay. The fuel went through that filter just one time. So it went forward, and it went into the carburetor, into the engine, and out the tailpipe. Yeah. Here's what happens on the newer filters. You notice that that silhouette filter looks like a big coffee cup. Well, it's kind of long. You know, it's maybe six inches long. Okay. The, the problem is, is we're going to send 10 gallons of, of gas forward, but we're going to send eight back to the tank. So now the, every drop of gas in the tank is going to go through that filter eight, nine times before it gets consumed by the motor. I see. So because we're looping the fuel and we're running it forward and then back, running it forward and back, then that fu- that's why the filters cost, by the time you get done, you're at $100 plus by the filter yep. and the labor. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why the filters are so much bigger, and that's why instead of being five ninety-five, they're sixty-five ninety-five uh-huh. because they hold a hundred times more junk. I see. And and that's the deal. So there, that help you out? Is there anything else you can put in the tank to keep it clean? No, no. And to be perfectly honest yep. with you, give him a, a, an interval that you're comfortable with on his Oldsmobile silhouette. Uh, on the fuel filter. Uh, 
generally speaking, I'm thinking every 20 is fine on that. And I'm thinking you can wait until you run out of power at 70 miles an hour because the fuel filter is going to restrict the amount of fuel. So yeah. you'll do 68, but you won't do 71. I go 3,000 miles a year. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? I, I think ch- every four or five years would be yeah. fine if, okay. if, if, if it was me. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Okay, great. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you very much. Orville, you're up next, buddy. Yes, uh, I've got an 05 Silverado. It's a V6, and I'm pushing 90,000 miles on it. What would I need to do to the motor to give me another few miles? Um, name something. I, I mean, you're uh, going to put spark plugs in it yeah, pretty yeah. close to 80 to 100. That's going to bring it back alive. And, and okay. on an 05, he's going to have he's going to still have the distributor cap and the wires and stuff. Okay. So he's probably ready for that. Okay, I agree there. So um, I, I it's a 4.3, I, right? Should, should be a 4.3 liter. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. We, we've got those in all of our shop vehicles. They go forever. Yeah, they do. You know, you, but I like your your thought. Um, I think forget filters and and stuff like that. Uh, the ignition system, which is spark plugs, yeah. wires, cap, and rotor, those are those are for sure. I'd look mm-hmm. at the throttle blades and the mass airflow sensor to see if I could do any cleaning there. Yeah, I can't remember okay. if it's a Vortec or not. It may have that spider or it may be a throttle body. It could be either way there. And, but I wouldn't be cleaning any injectors no. without symptoms. No. I wouldn't be trying to do that. Um, what else can they do that that 4.3? It's pretty Keep the oil changed. You keep, the, keep the oil changed, and if it goes to blowing a little blue smoke on startup, you got some valve seals, and that's it. That's it. So I, I think the next 100,000 mile will be as good as the first, but I agree that we should put plugs, cap and rotor, and wires on it, and that's about it. There's nothing else in the ignition system, and there's no. nothing else in the fuel system we can really do. The only other thing he might do, Mark, is if he don't he don't drive it very much, obviously, he might need to take a run to Flagstaff or Tucson about once a year. Yeah. Now, now Orville, do you got a girlfriend that your wife doesn't know about? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 hopefully she lives in Wickenburg or something like that. Yeah, you need a hill between <laughs> yeah, here and there. Yeah. Just just go visit your girlfriend. That's all you got to do, and, uh, and, and and make sure your wife's not along with you. But but really, or- Orville, perhaps when the women want to go to the, the outlet malls down in Casa Grande or up in Anthem, insist that they use your car because when you take that horse out of the barn and you run it in a nice clip for an hour or so, it really does like that. So if you're, no, do you have a do you have anybody in Chandler I can take it to? Um, I don't have anybody in Chandler. That's a hole in my operation, but I do have a really nice shop at Warner and I ten. Okay. So um, that's the shop I own. Yeah. So and that's I'm, a good I'm, shop. I'm, I'm happy to do your service work for you, but um, it's okay. called Salem Boys Auto. And it, it, it services the Chandler area. I, I would love to have three or four really good shops to tell you about in Chandler. It's just that I don't. Okay, that's so, fine. That ain't bad. Okay. You're on, you're, you're on what street? On Warner and I-10, a mile east. Or, and you, you know where the Ikea I, is? The what? Yes. Okay. You just keep going east to the Ikea, and you go about a mile, and on the right-hand side is Salem Boys Auto. It's an auto repair shop. Okay, I know where that is. All righty, and, and then you can stop by, or, or if you'd call, that would be great. Hey, I'll, I'll give you a buzz and make an appointment. Thank you very much, Orville. Thank All right. you, appreciate it. You betcha. If anybody wants to send me an email and, and we didn't get your question answered, or if you have something you want to talk about in an email, then my email address is mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem, Salem like the cigarette, salem.com. 
Kurt, thanks for spending your Saturday with me. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mark. You know what? It's always a lot of fun, and you you you, you took me by surprise at the mm-hmm. beginning, and then you took me by surprise at the end. Yeah, and you you uh, got me too. So we're Alrighty. even, okay? Kurt's Auto at I seventeen in uh, Bell Road on the northeast corner. Good guy. We'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.